Shopware Unplugged is proudly sponsored by Ergonaut, modern open source PIM for the digital transformation era. Ergonaut empowers teams which enrich, manage and distribute the product catalogs. Find out more at ergonaut.com. Welcome to Shopware Unplugged. Hello everyone, uh, today it's a really special episode uh, because I have a special guest uh, directly from Shopware. Uh, hi Alexi, I'm really happy to have you here and can you say a bit of yourself, please? Hello. Hi Galerina, nice to meet you and great to be here. Thank you for uh, inviting me. Uh, yeah. It, it, Actually, today is directly hello from Shoppingen. So I'm in our HQ uh, on the campus uh, these days, uh, meeting the team and uh, the customers and partners here. Uh, yeah, as uh, you, you might know, I'm pretty new to Shopware community and uh, happy to be part of that and continue to, to learn this. I started in Shopware 1st of June in the role of general manager for EMEA. I think Moving forward, we'll discuss a little bit more what it means, right? <laughs> uh, before that, I'm not new at all uh, to the e-commerce world and to the e-commerce industry. It kind of turned out to be specialized in this area and in this dimension since 2011. Uh, I was working on Oracle ATG before, then uh, SAP Hybris, uh, recently Spryker, and now it is Shopware. So that's kind of shortly my journey uh, between 2011 actually now. Uh, yeah, and in general in the IT industry, in different capacities, in different roles across EMEA since uh, already 18 years. So I feel myself wow. a little bit old <laughs> by now. <laughs> You're like a dinosaur a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, almost. A mammoth, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's great. Uh, we'd love to hear more about your background and your journey that led you to join Shopware. What motivated you to be a part of this organization? Uh, please tell us more about yourself because it's very interesting. Yeah, that's uh, quite simple and straightforward. So as I mentioned, started my IT career, so to say, 18 years ago. Uh, started originally as implementation consultant uh, for the ERP systems, right? Then I kind of quickly figured out and got, got the feeling that all of this kind of system testing and uh, like writing instructions for the users and uh, analyzing the processes is quite interesting and definitely in the area to explore, but this is not something I want to do for the rest of my life, right? And I felt myself more kind of closer to the commercial function. And this is where I shifted uh, quite early in my career, first in one of the Microsoft Gold partners. And uh, then in the end of 2008, I was headhunted into Oracle. So I was part of the Oracle Retail Global Business Unit organization for about five years, uh, taking care about the enterprise retailers uh, across uh, uh, Eastern Europe within Oracle. And then, uh, as, as I mentioned already in, in my short introduction, in 2011, an interesting occasion for my future life turned out to happen. Oracle acquired ATG, right? And uh, ATG became part of our product portfolio, which I needed to position to my customers back then. So that's how I started kind of my e-commerce journey, uh, occasionally, thanks to uh, actually the decision of Safra Cuts to acquire ATG a long, long, long time ago. Right? <laughs> 
so this was a quite successful and uh, interesting journey. And in 2013, I was headhunted by back then a well-known name, I think, in the European space, a company called Hybris. Yeah. And they asked me to practically kick off and start their uh, operations in Russia, which is my home country originally. Uh, and uh, this is what I have done. And then uh, uh, Hybris got acquired uh, quite soon by the SAP group. And uh, this was kind of my entry point into SAP where I spent eight years. Uh, and uh, SAP gave me a great opportunity to work in many countries and many geographies. So I relocated end of 2017 to Switzerland. I was running Swiss business in there and then had a regional responsibility as the CEO for EMEA North business, how SAP calls it. Uh, covering the UK, Benelux, Nordics, and France. Then, in total, it was like quite a long corporate journey, right, with Oracle and then um, SAP. Mm-hmm. And uh, I started feeling like, okay, either I stay in this beautiful corporate world, like kind of forever, right, or I want to go somewhere more dynamic, right, and um, uh, something moving quicker right and where i have got also more freedom to execute and uh, <laughs> more freedom to build things from scratch and this is where i joined the spriker team so oh. early 2021 i was in spriker uh, for two and a half years covering the international expansion of the business across various geographies uh, such as uk nordics france middle east uh, spain and lately apac and uh, with the fo- strong focus on the enterprise segment because i think many listeners of this podcast are knowing this is exactly the focus of uh, Spriker. Mm-hmm. And then earlier this year, we connected with uh, Stefan Hamann, whom I guess everybody knows on, <laughs> on this uh, podcast for natural reasons, right? And uh, we started exchanging our views on the market and uh, also the experiences we have got. Uh, having learned about what uh, software plans for future, right? And uh, the ambitions that the company has got to expand into the mid-market space. I got really incre- intrigued to join the executive team of the company, right? And uh, see how can I support best and uh, make it, uh, bring it to the next level of the business, right? Specifically, what motivated me, I think, first of all, I would highlight definitely the culture of Shopware, which is, as uh, some of the listeners might have heard, open, authentic, and visionary. And uh, I would say that Stefan and Sebastian were really super successful in my view of bringing this to life, right? And this is what I observe on the daily basis, both within the company and within the community, that these principles really work and they really move forward shopware day by day and help the both the company itself and our community progress dramatically. And secondly, of course, look, uh, there cannot be a niche software player uh, where product is not important, right? So product is definitely extremely important and having been for more than 13 years by now in the e-commerce space I can definitely say that what I have seen from the product value proposition so far and the feedback I'm hearing from the merchants is really incredible right so the functional capabilities and the technological backbone which Shopware has got is one of the strong reasons which are motivating me and which make me believe we have got a lot of success ahead of us Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh wow well, quite experienced, first of all, and uh, definitely regarding the culture of, of shopware, this is very important to work in place where culture is, is good, is great, and uh, it's open for open-minded people, right? Because, uh, yeah, uh, you have uh, really big experience, so I guess there is a place for your open mind uh, ideas, right? 
uh, yeah, yeah, so far uh, there is uh, quite some uh, place for sure, right? And uh, yeah, look, I think it's it's always like a much more effective approach compared to like the top-down motion, so to say, right? Because the moment you are you are really doing it in open and authentic and the visionary way, you have many more ideas and many more opinions and suggestions coming from across the organization, from across the community, which is even more important. So it's not only that we, let's say, are open to the ideas and the suggestions and the mm -hmm. uh, thoughts on how to improve for our employees, which is definitely the case. And I can say that in the last couple of months, I had quite a number of initiatives which were coming exactly from, from the team, right? Mm -hmm. And this mm -hmm. is like incredible. This is perfect. This is what many companies would like to stimulate and are looking mm -hmm. for a way to do so. And we in Shopware, I would say, pretty much succeeded yeah. already in, in, in achieving this. But what is also even probably more important for the for the wider community, it's not only about our internal team, but it's also about the ecosystem which we have got in place. So this yeah. also relates to our uh, integration partners, our technology partners, and moreover, of course, our merchants, our end customers. Mm -hmm. The whole community, right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How has this the Shopware structure evolved? over time and what are the key changes that have been made? What is your role in Shopware compared to Stefan and Sebastian? Because uh, I guess uh, it's very, very important question. And uh, have there been any recent changes within the Shopware structure? Please tell us more about this topic. Yeah, definitely happy to cover this and explain in a little bit more detail. So my scope of responsibility within the Shopware C-Suite is everything to do with the, what I would call go-to-market and commercial operations in EMEA. So this includes marketing, business development, sales, integration partnerships, technology partnerships, customer success, customer support, Shopware Academy, and of course our Shopware store or our actually marketplace for our ecosystem, right? Mm -hmm. Previously, all of those functions were reporting uh, directly to Stefan and Sebastian, right? Mm -hmm. Through, of course, the specific leadership and management team, so far, uh, so on. And uh, with myself taking over this overall responsibility uh, in, in this part and in this scope of business, Stefan and Sebastian uh, will be having more and more focus on this on the future strategy of the company, on the thought leadership and the product innovation, right? Mm -hmm. That's the dimension that's kind of our our agreement. But of course, together with that, uh, they are remaining the CEOs, co-CEOs and co-founders of the business. They're super actively engaged into the community. They have got their super strong networks of both merchants and mm -hmm. the partners whom they know for ages, right? Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. of course, we are actively collaborating together to make sure that we secure the success and the future vision and the benefits for the community in general. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. That's, that, that's great. Uh, that's great that uh, Stefan and Sebastian will have more time uh, for focusing on, on ideas, on product and, and everything because uh, they have you uh, so uh, to do many important things. So that's great. Thank you. Thank you for sharing uh, this with us. Uh, the hype around Shopware has been growing uh, because uh, we can see this. Uh, could you provide some insights uh, into its current state and the direction it is uh, expected to take within the next year? Yeah, sure. So look, first of all, I think it's great to know and to hear that the hype around the uh, software uh, is, is growing. That's exactly what we need to continue successfully <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> growing our ecosystem and grow our business, right? 
And our ultimate goal, how we recently are formulating this, is to have more shopware everywhere, practically. Right? Yeah. That's kind of the, the ambition, right? Uh, where are we standing now, I think, is also quite an important because we have got a really strong basis, specifically in EMEA. So out of my knowledge of the market, out of my observation in the last couple of months, we clearly have got the largest digital ecosystem of merchants and technology providers in the DAX space, right? Okay. And clearly one of the largest players in Europe as well, which is, mm-hmm. who is focused in, in this area. So this is like a super strong foundation for us, right? And moving forward, our plan and ambition is from one side to definitely sustain this foundation and uh, strengthen this uh, in, in the markets where we are already present. But in parallel, also, of course, expand further our presence into the wider EMEA territories, right? So okay. we've got many new countries and ideas uh, to, to come, right? Okay. And uh, I would suggest the community to stay tuned on that. And of course, another important dimension uh, for us is definitely the expansion and growth in the US, which is like a strategic project for the company with the super strong attention from both Stefan and Sebastian and of course also our investors. Mm-hmm. And yeah, last but not least, I think we're uh, it's clear that we are fully committed to stay visionary and make sure that we are always at the forefront at the e-commerce innovation. And here I would say that our, uh, my peer uh, in the executive team, Mark Stanley and our CPTO Uh is doing a fantastic job together with uh, his guys and really bringing on a regular basis, the most recent innovation uh, in in the commerce space into the shopware product and into the shopware community. All right. All right. That sounds interesting. I guess you can say more. <laughs> yeah, you, well, uh, as soon as there are some more detailed questions, either from you or from some of the listeners, I am always open to, to respond to them. I, you okay. can find me easily on LinkedIn or wherever else. So yeah, happy to discuss in further detail. Oh, that's, that's great inter- in, info for our uh, listeners. So uh, thank you for that. And uh, guys, uh, uh, you can reach uh, Alexi on LinkedIn uh, and ask him direct questions. Uh, there is an increasing importance of uh, clouds regarding technology and, and regarding shopware pass and SaaS in the e-commerce industry. How does shopware approach and leverage these uh, technologies from your experience? Uh, because uh, it's uh, it's a really important topic regarding uh, e-commerce, regarding our customers and and agencies, of course. Yeah, thank you for for the great question. First of all, uh, it's important I think to highlight that definitely we, as uh, similar to other providers on the market, we have got the cloud first strategy from commercial product and ecosystem perspectives. <laughs> So we make uh, our various cloud offerings more and more attractive to the merchants and to the agencies. And all of our, let's say, innovation and product investment is going first and foremost into the cloud offerings which we bring to the table. What I think really makes us stand apart compared to the other players on the market and uh, other, other competitors of ours and the good friends as well, right, is uh, definitely the variety of cloud options which we are bringing into play for different use cases and for different levels of complexity of our merchants, right? Mm-hmm. So while other players, I will be highlighting which ones, but I think it's clear, right? <laughs> uh, are uh, sometimes focusing on purely single tenant uh, pass offerings, right? Uh, and uh, this obviously makes the total cost of ownership for many of their target customers quite high. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, not always effective, right? Mm-hmm. Or quite often not effective, right? or in comparison also to purely uh, um, 
multi-tenant uh, SaaS players, and there really? are many of those, uh, we are actually uh, providing best of both worlds, right? Okay. So yes, for different use cases, we can propose both the pass approach and the multi-tenant SaaS approach. For uh -huh. us, it always depends on what the customer, on what the merchant and what the agency are willing to achieve uh -huh. with our platform, with our technology, and to make sure that we, out of our, let's say, portfolio of cloud offerings, find the right fit and the most effective motion for them uh -huh. to optimize the TCO and to achieve the goals of the business which they have got. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. Can you um, agree with, uh, with the sentence that SaaS is the future of e-commerce? As I outlined, I do strongly believe it depends on the use case. Yeah. There is no, let's say, one size fits all, right? Okay. Uh, if it would have been uh, the, the case, there would not have been the, the so many different commerce providers on the market, right? Yeah. So yes, SaaS is a very effective and a good motion for mm -hmm. the companies who have got a pretty, let's say, commoditized business, right? from uh, the e-commerce perspective, right? So if you have got a limited assortment of products, if you have got like one country of uh, presence, right? Mm -hmm. And you have got, okay, even higher volumes of operations, uh -huh. yeah, SaaS is a good option for you because actually all of your e-commerce processes are, are pretty straightforward, right? And they're similar to many other players you have got. But together yeah. with that, if you have got multiple business models in place, if you are present on multiple international markets, right? If you are combining both products and services and you have got a large product catalog and you have got different types of bundles and so on mm -hmm. and so forth, then I'm not sure that SaaS is the way, right? This is more likely to that the pass option is more attractive and more feasible for these types of complex merchants mm -hmm. and complex business models. Well, so that, and this is, I think, exactly the, the beauty of uh, Shopware is that we are not saying that here is your like one size fits all. Okay. Yeah, please, uh, dear merchant, uh, stick stick to this. And there is no left and right, and there is no opinion from your side, right? Okay. But we really provide the options, right? Okay. And uh, really can accommodate the different specifics of our merchants. Yeah, and uh, from my point of view, it all also depend on depends on uh, cost and a budget, uh, because uh, this is also very important, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Look, as uh, as as discussed. Of course, like from costs perspective, uh -huh. SaaS would always be the best way to go, okay. right? Mm -hmm. If you do the TCO calculation right, right? Yeah. Uh, but you need to understand what flexibility you need to enable, right? Mm -hmm. And you need to understand what uh, fluctuations from kind of the standard SaaS offering you potentially need mm -hmm. for your business, right? And if you really need to do your specific extensions and if you really need to do uh, to tailor the approach to different markets and so on and so forth, just need to do the proper evaluation because mm -hmm. otherwise you can end up with multiple SaaS uh, providers uh, which are not integrated with each other, right? And you have got a lot of headache and hurdles. Yeah, Where definitely. agencies can, of course, help you, but will it be cost-effective? I would doubt it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I agree with that. Regarding that, uh, pricing in Shopware was a hot topic in the e-commerce uh, community since uh, the release of the new approach. Uh, how do you perceive the change, especially as someone relatively new to Shopware? How will these changes uh, help customers and uh, agencies? 
Uh, look, uh, our new approach to, to pricing is definitely strongly linked, uh, first of all, to the business outcomes, which we are driving for the customers. And of course, it has a cloud-first focus, as I mentioned also earlier, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the aspiration and the targets to provide our merchants with the best end-to-end shopware offering, including uh, different scopes of shopper capabilities, hosting, DevOps, SLA, responsibility, and customer support, right? So we actually target to make their lives of our merchants and also, frankly spoken, also of our agencies easier and uh, more straightforward by securing this one-stop shop service from our side and the super attractive TCO. And as you mentioned, I'm new to the shopware community, but believe me, I know the offers and the proposals of other players on this market. (laughs) And the reality is that what we have got in play from pricing perspective right now in comparison to the capabilities and the technology innovation which we are bringing to the table is the most effective and the most attractive offering if you look into this TCO right and if you don't forget some elements of your TCO in the calculation. Yeah, that's that's very important thing, right? To calculate yeah. uh, properly uh, the investment. Yeah, exactly. And not only external investment, but also the internal one. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Because uh, as, as we all know, sometimes uh, uh, the merchants have got a special treatment for the external costs they are carrying, but kind of forget that the internal resources also cost them money. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. That's the the really popular thing uh, in uh, in companies. Uh, so, so, so uh, thank you for mentioning that. Um, you mentioned that um, you are bringing to the table a really big thing regarding technology. So uh, in case of that, composable commerce. Uh, composable commerce is gaining traction in the industry, of course. Uh, how do you see this concept in relation to shopware? Is this the right direction to, to shopware? Well, yeah, for, first of all, for sure, uh, composability is is uh, the topic in the last uh, years, I would say, right? And uh, out of my impression, there is a bit of like hype on that as oh, well, yeah. <laughs> on the market, right? Uh, and uh, it's again down to the question of like one size fits all, right? So from our perspective, when you think about composable architectures, you really need to keep in mind the size and scale of your e-commerce business, your operation and properly balance out your composable approach. So if you are like a Fortune 500 company and with the hundreds of team members in your IT department, substantial online revenues of like 100 million euro and above, right? Mm-hmm. Multiple different business models, international presences and complex requirements and sophisticated catalogs and so on and so forth. Most likely the approach to composability, like, for example, our friends and uh, colleagues from the market from Math are promoting this, makes sense for you, right? Then you can allow yourself to have like a dedicated system for core commerce, a dedicated system for order management, a dedicated one for search, for pricing, for promo, for loyalty, and front end and so on, right? You name it. (laughs) Then you have got like, I don't know, seven to ten vendors in your... uh, e-commerce landscape, right? Mm -hmm. You can get various integration partners who know the technology but don't know each other, right? And uh, supported by by various internal technical teams. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you can allow this, right? And if your business really needs this, 
then it can be the way, right? If yeah. you are a mid-market player, and, and mid-market is clearly our focus on shopware and cannot allow all of this complexity and you don't have hundreds of people in your IT department and you don't want to recruit, I don't know, few, five to seven different integration partners, agencies specialized on this technology, probably you better follow a more, so to say, opinionated approach with a limited set of composable elements exactly where you need those, right? Okay. And to make sure that you actually can achieve the effective TCO and what is probably even more important for the businesses nowadays is quick time to market. And yep. that's exactly what we bring into play together with our technology partners, right? And uh, this is our focus area. This is where we see our strength. Mm -hmm. And I would say that out of already recent observation for me, specifically in the in the last months, right? it has more and more importance for, for the end customers, for the merchants, right? Because many of them jumped onto this uh, composable hype in the good <laughs> times when <laughs> e-commerce was like going like this, as we all know, right, during COVID. Uh, and now that they figured out that actually this uh, fantastic and massive growth is kind of slowing down from one side, <laughs> from the other side, the overall economic situation in different markets is... Uh, not as positive as, as it used to be, right? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. They understand that uh, the stacks they kind of created with like super decomposed approach, right, is probably TCO heavy, right? And uh, they need to find a way to optimize it. And we have uh -huh. got quite a few conversations with the merchants actually across EMEA going exactly in this direction. Okay, okay. Mm, regarding that, because uh, you are um, you you said about uh, something about uh, customer support and, and that you are supporting agencies, and uh, I would like to to jump into a topic uh, related to to Shopware Five and uh, that you announced the end of support of uh, Shopware Five in two thousand twenty four. So it's uh, next year, uh, as there are still around uh, 32,000 uh, shops using Shopware 5. So uh, it's, a, it's a huge amount of, of uh, shops uh, still. Uh, what plans does the company have to help customers with the migration process? Yeah, great question. And uh, definitely uh, this uh, migration process is like super important for us. And uh, we have got a strong focus on making sure that we support both agencies and the merchants the best from this perspective. What I think is important to highlight is that the, as, as everybody knows, this migration program was kicked off early, earlier this year. And so far we are seeing a fantastic momentum and a super strong interest from the community of our merchants to move to Shopware 6, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, there is a special attractive migration offering from Shopware 5, for Shopware 5 customers in place, again, mm -hmm. I think, which is pretty visible uh, to the market. And in terms of helping both merchants and our agencies in this process, we continuously run enablement sessions for both of the uh, mm -hmm. uh, segments, for both of the audiences, right? And uh, this shows quite a strong efficiency in helping the ecosystem to get up to speed and guiding them within the process. Together with that, specifically for larger versions with more complex and kind of tailor-made Shopware 5 installations, we also established a dedicated Shopware consultancy services team who can provide advisory both to the merchants and to our partners, to, to the agencies, on how what is the best and most effective way to take, tackle this migration 
and to make it as efficient as possible, right? So they have got pretty align, um, pre-identified packages, right, with regards to uh, helping the merchants together with the agencies evaluate the readiness of, of the immigration, right, and give also guidance of what is the best path to do so. Mm-hmm. So we are open to, to, to help them, first of all, and you have uh, special uh, pricing for migration? Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, so um, you you are open to 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 help all agencies and and customers. That's very important because, from my point of view, uh, when I was working on project uh, with Shopware, uh, we were really happy because Shopware were, was uh, helping us uh, with uh, all features and uh, and everything. So, from my Experience uh, Shopware is very helpful regarding um, support. So uh, I hope that uh, everyone uh, who are on still on Shopware five will will have uh, the same support I had uh, once. Yeah, definitely very very good observation from your side. Uh, thank you. And uh, I think together with that, what is even like more important and really cool to highlight is that it's not only about our internal team. It's strongly about the community, right? So as you yeah. know, we have got dedicated Slack channels and dedicated groups where the expertise around shopware across EMEA is concentrated, right? And this mm-hmm. is like a super active community, right? Where you can actually solve and clarify many of the questions which you have got in place and you can also get the experience sharing more and more, right? And we are also actively promoting this, of course, with the larger companies and with the larger brands which are in our portfolio. Yeah, 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 definitely. Okay. What advice do you have for smaller agencies that used to implement small shops? Uh, is cloud SaaS a solution for small agencies or or it's not for them? Uh, well, definitely I do believe that it, it makes for perfect sense for the smaller agencies to really focus on the multi, multi-tenant cloud SaaS offering, which we have got. Uh, and uh, to promote it together with us, to be able to iterate quickly with their target customers, right? And provide them with the most effective, uh, from cost-effective commerce platform on the market, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Specifically with this in mind, we recently launched the Express Launch Package, how we call it, based on our multi-tenant SaaS offering, mm-hmm. uh, which has now been adopted by quite a number of agencies across EMEA with an, exactly the idea in mind to have like a super package proposition for the smaller merchants and mm-hmm. help them really iterate quick, right? And achieve the result quick, which they need for their business. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, that, 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 that's great. Uh, and w- yeah, on, mm-hmm. on this topic, again, the uh, shout out to the uh, agencies uh, listening to this podcast. If you have got questions with regards to the Express Launch Package and the way how we see it and how we can bring it to market together, please don't be shy. Feel free to reach out to myself and my alliances team. Oh, that's... That's really great. Uh, I I hope that uh, that uh, you you will have many questions because uh, I know from the community that uh, that people are interesting in in the product and and uh, in this approach. Uh, with the current crisis and the recession affecting markets uh, in the U.S. and Germany, are there any visible impacts uh, in the e-commerce sector from the vendor perspective and the changes on the market? Uh, how you see this? Look, as always, as with everything in life, there are, let's say, uh, 
positive sides uh, to everything and there are ne negative elements, yep. right? So I think what is uh, great news for us that we see a lot more positivity, if we can say so, from this perspective, right? And the reason why is simple. So our focus has historically been, and what I also mentioned previously, uh, on the cost-effective or cost-effectiveness and the non-interactive TCO. Mm -hmm. and as I mentioned, out of my observation, out of my, let's say, personal analysis after many years in, in the industry, we have got pro pro the, the most attractive offering on the market, right? Mm -hmm. So for us, it's actually quite positive news that we have got merchants from quite a few of our competitors coming over to us and saying that, look, you know what? We're looking for the path to make it more efficient Right, mm -hmm. in terms of the costings and in terms of the TCO, right, and in terms of the, what is automated within the tool, which is even more important with the AI revolution we have got in place. Uh, and uh, can you help us out, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, this is exactly our sweet spot, right? So, because yeah. TCO has always been our focus, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, that's how we can help the merchants, and that's how it is like the positive use for us. On the kind of the realistic and, and the downside together with that, of course, it, it is clear that any single company nowadays thinking about replatforming and thinking about overall moving forward mm -hmm. will, of course, think twice or probably even three times before they, they do that. And uh, they need first to make this decision and to make it happen. They clearly need to have like, like a clear business case internally, which they can prove to their CFO, which they can prove to their leadership team and so on. So they sales processes themselves can take more time, right? But mm -hmm. that's kind of the reality of any downturn period in the economy. Okay. Mm -hmm. We are well equipped for that with the, the team and also with the, our consulting services organization, which I mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Thank you for that. Uh, we mentioned before that uh, we have hype on composable commerce, but uh, I guess we have... Uh, higher hype on AI um, and and the, the, this is the buzzword AI and every everywhere we can see AI and and using AI tools, AI-based tools and so on. And this is uh, crucial in uh, the e-commerce landscape as uh, an industry. Uh, what AI-related features does uh, Shopware 6 offer? What uh, are the plans for the future? How will this uh, change the platform and the ecosystem? Because uh, I guess our listeners uh, are very, very curious about this. Yeah, look, well, first of all, I, I think in general, I, I would say I'm, I'm super positive around uh, this hype in mm -hmm. the AI space, because specifically, as we just discussed in your previous question, uh, with the, a bit of a downturn, in, in, not not a bit of, but the downturn uh, in, in the economy, mm -hmm. uh, companies and businesses across any industries need to find ways and need to find paths how to become more efficient, right? Mm -hmm. uh, how to... Uh, and this this is important not only for the e-commerce area, but this is important across the board for any type of the function inside of the company. Mm -hmm. right? So this is what we are exploring ourselves internally for our own business, and this is what we also bring and innovate into the ecosystem, right? Mm -hmm. um, so we, when we speak about like what exactly we, from product perspective, are doing uh, in the AI space, I think here we clearly prove uh, the visionary uh, play of ours, right? Mm -hmm. uh, thanks to Stefan's and Sebastian's uh, innovative leadership, 
and the fantastic work of our product team, we were actually the first ones who embedded the AI features into the Shopware platform earlier this year. Today, we have got eight uh, precise operational use cases okay. inside of Shopware 6 commercial plans, uh, allowing our merchants to substantially raise their efficiency based on our estimates and based on the first cases we see by 60-80% depending on the area of mm -hmm. the e-commerce operations which I believe like is super appealing and is super attractive. And this is okay. what every single merchant today needs to explore and needs to have on his or her table, right? Yeah. And the use cases we already implemented are uh, the following. Like, first of all, these are the product review summaries, right? So allowing the end customers of our merchants to really have a quick conclusion and aggregated feedback on the product they are considering. So this is one interesting uh, feature I would highlight. Uh, then uh, the uh, AI-generated product properties, which is definitely, as we all understand on this uh, call, as people specialize in e-commerce, is super important uh, to strengthen your search and uh, other capabilities within the e-commerce operations. AI-generated uh, product descriptions, dramatically decreasing the efforts for the content teams right, on, of our merchants. And again, it's all down to the efficiency and quite a few more. And we're going to continue to innovate in this area. And uh, we have... Uh, more use cases to come within the next year and early, uh, sorry, within this year and early next year, right? So stay tuned on the topic. And uh, yeah, if you want to become cost-effective and you, if you do want to use the AI features in your e-commerce operations, I think we are the right address. Yeah, definitely. Those features you mentioned are very important, especially AI-generated product descriptions, because... Uh, uh, if you if you have poor description, you have a high uh, return rate, for example. So uh, it's really really important for for um, business to 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 have a proper product description. Uh, so um, also the product review summaries are are also crucial, uh, and uh, it's it's great feature from from my point of view. Uh, so, so thank you for for highlighting this, and uh, we will wait for for more, of course. Uh, looking ahead to 2024, so next year, of course. What do you uh, envision for Shopware and uh, yourself? Uh, how do you see both uh, evolving in the coming year? Interesting question, right? And uh, I would love to have the, the crystal ball and uh, all the <laughs> details, right? But uh, so far, we can only discuss uh, the plans, right? So we definitely have got a lot of plans and ideas for 2024 and, and beyond, right? Which we're actively discussing within Shopware as the executive team. First of all, as, as mentioned earlier, product is key for us and innovating uh, in the product uh, space and bringing in more and more interesting new capabilities to our merchants and to the agencies is uh, on top of our agenda. So we definitely want to sustain and mm -hmm. uh, improve, even further improve our visionary leadership, which we have got in place. Secondly, of course, we put a lot of focus on growth ambitions on the internationalization and will continue to expand uh, into the new geographies. Mm -hmm. So uh, stay tuned and the agencies from across EMEA, if you are interested to be active with the shopware technology in your geography, in your home market, in your home country, we are always open for the discussion and to fi you know, for finding the right model of collaboration for us. 
for me personally, the last 70 days or how much is it by now, probably a little, more, a little bit more uh, as part of the shopper community were just really like uh, fantastic, right? Okay. I learned a lot and I met a lot of people and a lot of interesting uh, projects and uh, initiatives within the uh, shopware ecosystem and the community space. And I'm looking forward to get to know even more and more people and experts within the community in the coming months uh, to join forces and to actively contribute to our joint success to make mm-hmm. shopware even stronger. Yeah, okay. Okay, that's great. Uh, uh, Alexi, uh, I'm really happy uh, to, to have the opportunity to, to, to talk with you today. Thank you for joining us and sharing with us your experience and, and all your uh, answers, interesting answers. Uh, thank you for joining me and uh, and see you I guess, and hope soon. Thanks a lot for having me. It was a great exchange and conversation and uh, looking forward to the next meetings. Yeah, great. Thank you. If you like this episode, please share and give us stars on Spotify or Apple Podcast. It helps to grow the community. Subscribe. And stay tuned for the next episode of Shopware Unplugged. Shopware Unplugged is proudly sponsored by Ergonaut, modern open source PIM for the digital transformation era. Ergonaut empowers teams which enrich, manage, and distribute the product catalogs. Find out more at ergonaut.com.